We resume our study of Parshas Tetzaveh today at Shishi, the sixth of the seven talks on this week's Parsha. Now, I say talks, but of course, all we've really been doing uh, and all that one can expect to do on Parshios such as Truma and Tetzaveh is study to the text, understand the simple meaning uh, of all the technical details that we've been learning about, following as much as possible Rashi's approach to the pshat, to the meaning of the text, and occasionally sharing with you some of the pshat comments of the major Meforshim, particularly Targum, Ramban, and uh, some others. <coughs> At this point at Shishi, looking at the entire overview of Truma and Tetzaveh, we've learned about the structure of the Mishkan. We've learned about almost all of its furnishings. We've learned about the Kohanim and their clothing and the Karbonos, which were brought as part of the installation of the Kohanim. Now, the Torah goes into a brief discussion of the central, in the terms of frequency, the central and most important ritual, I don't don't like the word ritual, but we'll use it, Uh, the ritual, the sacrifices which were brought daily, morning and night, in the Mishkan, and subsequently for centuries and centuries in the Beis Hamikdosh. And since we learned just in the previous Psukim, in Psukim Lamed Vov and Lamed Zion, that the par, the bull, which was part of the miluim, part of the installation <coughs> um, ceremony, and that the function of this par was to serve as a korbon chatos, as a sin offering, to purify the mizbeach, the altar, so now we are told in a few psukim what is to be done on this Mizbeach and what is to be done on this Mizbeach daily. Um, the uh, Ramban says that the mitzvah we're about to study now is part and parcel of the Chinuch HaMizbeach, of the inauguration or initiation of the Mizbeach, in other words. It fits here because we have been studying about the initiation of the Kohanim. Now we're going to learn about the initiation of the Mizbeach. Because the, the, the Chinuch, the initiation of the Mizbeach, the first step of the Mizbeach, are the daily sacrifices, the Korbanos Tomid, the Tamidim, which we are about to study. The Ramban says this, by the way, um, not to my knowledge in his commentary on the Torah, but in his Hasagos, uh, in his um, disagreements with the Rambam in the Sefer HaMitzvos on Shoresh Gimel. I also suggest, if you want to look more de- in more detail into the connection here, the flow from the Miluim to the Korbanos Tomid, that you consult the Malbim uh, and his citation of the Gemara in Mesech, <coughs> excuse me, in Mesech Es Menachos, Tav Memtes.
So here's what the Chinuch HaMizbeach is to follow the Ramban's term. This is what you should do to this Mizbeach. Every day you bring two year two one year old sheep. Two sheep, each one a year old. And you bring this Tomid. Rashi here says that Tomid here doesn't mean always. Tomid, of course, means consistently, daily, regularly. One of these sheep, you will perform the sacrifice in the morning. And the second sheep, you will uh, bring it as a korban in the um, in the evening. The isaron solis. You should take a measure called the isaron, and the isaron Rashi tells us is a tenth of the ephah. The ephah is the the volume of forty three and one fifth eggs. So one tenth of that is brought as uh, uh, solis, as fine flour. But that fine flour is balul b'shemen kosis revahahin. It's well mixed, the flour is well mixed, with crushed oil, one quarter of a hin. The hin, a hin is 12 lugim, revahahin is 3 lugin. And lugin is a liquid measure. V'nesech, and also you bring to be poured a special libation, a special offering of wine, Revius hahin yoyin, a quarter of a hin, again, uh, three lugin of wine, lakeves ho'echod for each sheep. So, so each sheep is accompanied by a korban mincha, which is an isaron of soles mixed with oil, and a revius hahin, a quarter of the measure hin of wine. Similarly, you bring the second sheep in the evening. This second sheep is also accompanied by the mincha, by the flour and oil, and by the nesech, the nesochim, kenisko, which is the wine offering. They are brought as a reach nichoach, as something to be pleasing to God. Arashi points out that whereas all the other karbanos mincha, whenever you bring a meal offering, offering, you remove, with certain exceptions, but by and large, you remove a several fingers full, the comets, and that is burnt upon the mizbeach. And the rest is eaten by the Kohanim. However, the meal offering we're considering now, known as the Minchas Nisochim, which comes with the Korbon, is completely consumed upon the Mizbeach. And that's why here it says, that the Mincha will be a Reach Nichoach, will be totally consumed upon the Mizbeach. And the Mincha is uh, offered after the sections of the animal of the sheep are offered upon the Mizbeach. 
what is done with the Nisochim, with the wine, it's not placed upon the Mizbeach, but Rashi tells us that there were two Safolim, there were two uh, basins of silver on top of the Mizbeach, and these two uh, uh, basins, bowls, had holes like two small nostrils, two small holes, and the wine would be poured into these sephalim, into these basins, and flow down through these holes. In the um, uh, time of the Mishkan, they would simply go down onto the Mizbeach and then down to the ground. In the time of the Beis Hamikdash, they would go to some subterranean tunnels known as the Shitin. In any case, to continue, um, knowing now that we bring these carbonos daily, one in the morning, one in the evening, the Torah says, Olas This is to be a consistent, regular, burnt offering to give for all generations. Pesach Ohel Moed Hashem. And it is to be given at the, in the, at the entry to the, uh, Ohel Moed in the courtyard of the Mishkan. This place, which place? Is it the Mizbeach, where the carbon brought? Or is it the Pesach Ohel Moed? Different opinions in Rashi. God is making a, an, uh, an encounter place, a place to meet us, a place to speak with us. And that place is, um, ju- has just been mentioned. And again, is the this makom this place Asherivoid lochem shama? Is this the top of the mizbeach? That's one opinion. Yeshmir Abu Seinu in Rashi. There's another opinion. No, God spoke to Moshe from the kapores, from the lid of the orom, and therefore the phrase Asherivoid lochem shama, where I will meet with you to speak with you. That where is not the Mizbeach where the Korban is offered, but rather is the Pesach Ohel Moed, the door to the inner tent of the, um, of the, uh, Mishkan. There I will meet the Jewish people. I will encounter them and become sanctified. They will become sanctified through my honor, through my covod. I will sanctify, I will make special this inner tent and also the altar. And I will sanctify and make special Aaron and his children to serve me. I will dwell among the sons of Israel, among the Jewish people. And I will be their God. And they will know, I am Hashem, their God, who took them out of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. I am Hashem, their God. This takes us to Shavii. But one or two uh, comments upon this. First of all, I don't think I've shared with you, perhaps I should back, I should have back at the beginning of Parsha's Truma. The Yisod, the fundamental principle, which Ramban 
enunciates at his introduction to the Parsha of Truma, his introduction to the whole topic of the Mishkan. And there he says that the Mishkan was a microcosm, a miniature recreation of Har Sinai. The ultimate experience is the Mount of Sinai. There, God communicated with us directly. But we don't go back there. We can't go back there. It's not an everyday experience. But we can capture the essence of that experience in the Mishkan. And therefore, this is for the Ramban, the Sod, the kind of the inner secret of the Mishkan. And that is that the the Kavod, which existed, the God's Kavod, the God's glory, which existed on Mount Sinai, is in some way, some reduced way, diminished way, but in some way there in the Mishkan. And that's why it says here, that I will meet the Jewish people there because I will put my kavod, my glorious presence there as I did in Har Sinai. Um, I want to say one more thing. And that is that when the Pasuk says that I uh, took the Jewish people out of Egypt so that I might dwell among them. That's how Rashi interprets it. It would seem to indicate that the reason why God took us out of Egypt is not to free us to make us a free people, to give us Eretz Yisrael. But rather it is so that we dwell among them. That would seem to be the meaning of this Rashi. But I must point out to you that the great Maharal, in his commentary on Rashi, called Gur Aryeh, says that the Pasuk does not mean that the only purpose of our being taken out of Egypt was so that God should dwell among us. But rather, we were taken out of Egypt for a number of reasons. To be made free, to serve God, to come to Eretz Yisroel, but also so that God might dwell among us. And so we have reached Shavi'i. We have reached Shavi'i. We have concluded six of the seven parshios of Parshas Tetzavah.